Excuse me? You can't spoil this plot for us. You couldn't give one little spoiler? Yes. Yes, we can. It's your spoiler. 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 Alert. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Spoiler Alert. We're <laughs> back at it again. My name's Naomi. And I'm Kelsey. And welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, as always, we're going to start with the watch list. Kelsey, what's on your watch list? Well, you know, since it is Black History Month, I will, of course, uplift the Black shows. So um, Abbott Elementary, still great. Everyone should watch it. Um, Grand Crew, also great. But unrelated to that, I definitely binged watch that new show on Netflix. It's like a parody of mm-hmm. other murder mysteries. So it's like um, the woman in the window, something like staring at the girl in the such and such. Like it's, it's this long title. And at first I thought it was a movie, but it was a show. And it was like eight episodes. They're oh, like wow. 30 minutes. But... It was so, and it was so dumb, but I was still, I was still really into it. Is it kind of like a scary movie type of, type of show? Yeah, let me, let me look up the exact title because like it's, it's weird, but. And it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. It has, um, uh, Kristen Bell in it, the woman who plays Veronica Mars and, um, I'll look it up, but, cause I saw it and I thought it was like real. Yeah. Like, what what is happening here? That that it was I think I've seen the like case. the woman in the window portion of it, but I didn't know it was much longer than that. Okay. Um, and it gave me scary vibes, so you know, I just kind of girl. No, the title is thing. the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. <laughs> <laughs> like it's. I mean, yeah, it's not scary. Like there are some elements you're just like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Like you could. You could watch it. I'm giving you the full go ahead. You can watch it. Like it's really just a who done it, like comedy, but not comedy. Like it wants to be serious, but like not yeah. really. Yeah. So I, I I really like that. I've been binging that. Um, I feel like I've been watching something else. I can't remember. You know, area. Uh, how are you coming on area area eighty one or? What, what is it Archive called? 81. There you go. Girl. <laughs> that, that show is so slow. Like, even when it gets to a point where it's like, oh, my goodness, this is a big thing. Like, right now, like, we're we're getting to, like, the cult side of it. And I'm like, okay, yes. And then I'm just like, these episodes are 45 minutes. Yeah. I just don't care. My, my coworker. Um, she was like, have you watched Archive 81? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Kelsey's watching this. <laughs> and so she was telling me about it because she said her and her boyfriend binged like just about the whole thing. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even shocked because I can binge watch a movie too, but, um, this is a different genre. So I don't know. I gotta, I gotta check it out and see, but yeah, she said she really liked it. So, well, okay. I don't recommend Archive 81 for you because you're super scary. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. show, for sure. But this one, like, not that it's super scary, but they're like, 
there's more jump scares and you're just like oh what's going what's going on like what's hiding in the closet what's that noise type of thing and i'm like that's not for you so if the movie we watched today was a 10 on the scary level what would this be okay first of all y'all it was not a 10 but okay if this movie was a 10 the show okay i guess i would give the show like a six and a half maybe a seven like oh okay you I know what? I can watch something like that. You know, watch the first episode. Prove me wrong. I just don't think it's your speed. Is it like a zombie type thing or is it like a spirity type thing? It's more spirity, but oh, mm. yeah, but it's like you it really plays with your mind. And then on mm. top of that, the, I think the main thing, because like, yeah, it's spirity, but it's like he's alone, you know? So it's like he's <laughs> losing... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but it's like he's losing his mind too because it's like he's by himself. He's, you know, seeing things, hearing stuff. And I'm oh, just like, man. yeah, you know, and as someone who lives alone, maybe I shouldn't be watching that because mm. <laughs> like, hmm. it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as I go bump in the night, girl, the way. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like the main thing I've been watching. I need to watch something more just happy. There's You're this supposed cartoon. to start Nancy Drew. What happened? I honestly forgot. I have 10,000 things okay. on my list. My friend I was telling me about a show on Abbott, Amazon. So. You had one episode. See, I'm going to text you. You have one episode to watch. Just one. I know. I know. It's good. Yeah. But what, what have you been watching this week, though? Um, Same things I've been watching last week. Um, I got to episode, I think it's episode two of The Gilded Age. Um, and I'm here for it. I like it. Definitely downtown Abbey vibes. Um, there's like some social class pettiness going on, um, which is <laughs> which is always fun to watch. Um, you know, new money versus old money. Um, so that probably sounds really unexciting for some people but i like shows it like sounds that, so. super bougie and old world <laughs> and that is all naomi's vibe okay yeah i love a good period piece so i'm here for it i like it i'm still trying to learn like more about the characters and stuff like that and i don't mm-hmm. know if it's hbo maybe this is something that hbo does but there, because gilded age has like after the um after the episode chat i didn't watch it i haven't watched them um, but they also have like a after the episode chat and they go into like different details of like the episode mm. and inspiration and stuff like that, which is really cool. Very much like Euphoria. Wait, which... so they break it down after each episode. That's, mm-hmm. that's so different. Cause I know like Netflix would do it like after the season was over and I'd watch it like mm. in its entirety, but to yeah. break down each individual episode, that's a lot of work. Well, it, it's not necessarily like bringing down, breaking down the episode. It's more so like, just like points of interest like in this episode we try to do this or like they don't focus on like the entire episode it's more so mm-hmm. like certain aspects of the episode you know whether it's like the decor or like this character or like mm-hmm. i don't know it's 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 really cool and i know what you're saying but like the after the episode things you know i don't i don't i've never been a fan of like after the season recap type things because i feel like i have a I have a bad long-term memory not it's not horrible but like (laughs) yeah it's 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 not great um so by the time the season's over I'm just like 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 even like with Game of Thrones I don't know how many seasons that was but like I was like fully in it and like probably like a month after not even a month but like yeah a month after that I probably could have told you like anything and then like now I'm just kind of like 
man, I can't really tell you much, <laughs> much about it in detail. That. Yeah, girl, all seasons. We'll see. But I don't know, cause like Stranger Things, I think after this last season or the season prior, I'm not sure. Like right after the last episode hit, they played this little behind the scenes type of thing. You know, it was cool. I was like, oh, they're like kids, and you really got to like see their personality. Same yeah. with um, Shit's Creek and a uh, crazy ex-girlfriend like right after the last episode they did this little season roundup type of thing and it was cool um mm-hmm. especially since things just autoplay so you don't even realize you're like oh there's another episode and you're like oh wait yeah it's it's just them talking about the show so i mean like i appreciate it <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like, like wait, not always this isn't what i signed up for <laughs> girl because the shit's creek one i was like oh oh it's just us talking about how we got here and i'm like i don't know if i'm that invested and i think the yeah. same thing like even with euphoria like i like the show and i like i love hearing about all the tidbits and stuff that you tell me after the fact which mm-hmm. i look you forgot to mention that I've watched that this week because I mean yeah. yeah it was good but it was just the other things kind of took forefront like I low-key forgot I'd watched it yeah but even still I'm just like I like you for it but I'm like do I really want to sit there and watch the little thing afterwards even if it's not long I'm just like I'm not that invested I don't know what show I would be super invested in to just want to watch that after every episode that was super yeah. long-winded no it, <laughs> just for it, me it, to say that no, and but it made sense. Um, I think it depends on the movie and it depends on the day. <laughs> I mean, the Fair. show and it depends on the day. Um, like Euphoria, it'll give me like if I have time. Like sometimes I'm watching an episode like, oh, I need to watch this episode so I can talk about it. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. other times I'm like, oh, what else is on? You know, so it's more like a, like a scheduling as opposed to like a leisure. I mean, I obviously I enjoy the episode, but um, yeah. Um, yeah no I totally get you some things I'm like oh yeah I want to learn more and other things I'm just like like Gilded Age I'm not really in that invested to where I want to like watch right. you know the after bit but I totally get what you're saying but on that euphoria note I know you Bruh. said you know it kind of blew your mind um we <laughs> finally got a little taste of that uh triangle you know yeah see okay I talked to my cousin about this Mm-hmm. And Jules was all like, uh, Rue has a crush on you, da 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 da. Like, just heavy on Elliot, right? Just all yeah. up on this man, saying, like, yeah. Rue wants you to. And all along, you wanted him. You were projecting, sis. No, most definitely. Yes. Rue barely like her own life. What do you mean she like another person? Like, no. Yeah. yeah. So that, that part was just weird and. I, see and I, I wasn't like a huge fan of like Rue and Jules and then she gonna mess around with Elliot and I'm like for what for what yeah I mean and then we're winding I feel like Elliot kind of set her up like high key. in what way Elliot set Rue up yeah like I don't know. Mm, I don't when know. When he didn't take the drugs. Why? Yeah, so he didn't take the drugs, and then he was mm-hmm. like, well, like, we should go get some drinks. And mm-hmm. then, like, after they steal the drinks, he's like, are you sure you should be drinking on that? And then, um, and then Jules was like, Jules, why yeah. are you drinking? 
And then she gets mad, and then she's like, just drop me off, which, first of all, why would you drop off your drunk high friend in the middle of the road? I was like, yeah. why couldn't you just take her home? It would have just Especially been that simple. Especially with the fact that Elliot wasn't drunk or high at the moment because he didn't see him drink anything. He didn't mm-hmm. see him drink any drugs. He could have took her home, number one. Number two, I didn't know that Rue, they didn't want Rue drinking. Like, I know they didn't want her doing drugs, obviously, but I didn't know that she wasn't allowed yeah. to drink either. So I and was like, Jules, calm yourself. Yeah. It's White Claw. Like, y'all stole White Claw. Like, that was another thing, too. I was like, we go into the liquor store <laughs> to steal booze, and we're we're going for the White Claw. <laughs> All like, the liquor in there. Stole some four locos or something like. I don't know. No, that was no. that was crazy. Yeah, I was so like, dumb. "What is? What is this?" But hey, not a fan. It's not it's not my not my show. But um, <laughs> speaking of triangles, mm-hmm. though, okay, so we know the whole Cassie, Nate, Maddie drama. Yeah. But I was, you know, Twitter Twitter be having a lot of like think pieces on the Instagram show. Mm-hmm. So Twitter was saying something like um, the whole Cassie storyline was actually meant for Jules because that's why, like, you know, he took her to the abandoned place. He said, don't text us here. Da-da-da. Like, it was supposed to be, like, him and her having this, like, secret affair. Hence why when Fez said, oh, Nate's in love with Jules, I'd have been, like, a more moment because I'm like, Jules and Nate didn't even had no moments together this entire season. But apparently that's the reason – that was a storyline that was originally going to happen, but the actor who plays Jules doesn't like the real person who plays Nate, and so they like edited their storyline because of that because wow. it was supposed to be completely different. And I was like, that would make a lot more sense because I'm like him getting with Cassie like is like I don't get it like that's just weird. But if he were to like mess around with Jules, I feel like a lot the storyline would make more sense to my head like. It did kind of build up season one, and like right. now season two is just kind of like donezo. Right. So that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, all yeah. right. Mind blown. Yeah that that whole whole triangle thing. It's just I don't know. I'm interested to see how this unfolds because they keep teasing like. Mm-hmm. Um, like Cassie knows, but I'm like, does she really know? Or girl, sorry, one minute. Mm-hmm. I just want to let y'all know something that just scared hell out of me. I'm looking around because my computer finna die. I'm finna like get my charger, and Nate's talking. All of a sudden, the movie we just watched, the music started playing through my headphone, y'all. Oh, and we just watched no. a scary movie, so I'm looking around no. like. They finna take me. Like <laughs> I was so scared. What is it the the epata? <laughs> Girl, like, oh my gosh. Y'all, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that that just scared me. Um oh, I don't know why no. I just started auto playing. I closed that browser Girl, completely. I quit I closed that browser so quick after Bruh. the movie. Man. Bruh. Okay. Sorry, back back to euphoria, but that's okay. Ooh. That's okay. Um, I didn't really have. We can we can skip over. Ca- well, they keep teasing like Cassie knows, but I mean, um, Maddie. I'm sorry. Yeah, they keep they keep teasing like Maddie knows, but I'm just like, does she know? She kind of know, and they had like the whole scrapbook moment. I think she, she knew in that pool. 
because she was going off on both of them, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I'm, I'm still ready for, like, Maddie to say something because, like, sis is, ooh, sis is smart. She knows. Yeah, yeah. She has to know. Yeah. Because, but someone also made a comment. Um, this was the episode where they played, they, like, co- not cosplayed, but I'll just cosplay for a uh, better lack of a word. Um, the other movies in front of this episode, right? Like they were mm-hmm. the, the Frida Kylie. Ka- oh yeah, yeah, and the Snow White, Brokeback Mountain, um, so Joe Lennon. Weird. So again, Twitter be known, okay? Like I be getting all my little euphoria facts from Twitter. So Twitter was saying that they think that Rue might die this season because all the people that she was playing in the little love triangle things in the beginning was usually the person that was deceased. Like, John Lennon died, the person in Burbank Mountain died. Um, they had two other references that I don't remember. But, again, she played the person that died. And then at the end, people were like, we think we're at a funeral. And I'm like, what? They think, like, Rue OD'd, and then the episode mm-hmm. ended. And I was like, I didn't get none of that. Like, y'all really be watching. I think I'm, like, an in-depth movie watcher, but y'all be, like, watching stuff, okay? Yeah. Like, into it. Yeah. Oh, also, mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you I watched Scream this week, the new Scream movie that came out. Oh. It was bomb. I loved it. it. I loved it. Yeah. Was Dewey in it? Dewey was in it, actually. Really? Oh, I yeah. love Dewey. I have to watch it now. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Like, it was it was gory, but it, like, it referenced the original. It referenced the other ones. And, like, I love remakes when they do that like the new ghostbusters Scream is supposed to be our amazing thing. i'm kind of i'm kind of butthurt that you watched it on your own it's we had in a whole theaters. S- i know oh it's not streaming anywhere no or? it's in theaters if it was streaming i would have picked it this week oh well man i gotta watch it alone and girl i will rewatch it with you i need to i want to do like another marathon because you know we never made it to scream three Hmm. Or only part of it or something. Like, I don't remember what happens in Scream 3. I remember 1, 2. Yeah. But I don't remember 3 and 4. I heard 4 is the worst, but I still don't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I, I didn't know about that. I definitely have to put that put that on my list to go see because I did. I probably won't see it in theaters, though, so I'm going to have to go wait for that to, um, to, to turn up. But, yeah. So... There's, let's see, what else am I watching? I don't think I'm really watching anything else. Um, you said that uh, Gilded Age is good. You really need to watch Nancy Drew, though. Like, Nancy Drew is, like, amazing. Like, oh, my goodness. I really think you would like it because there's just so much, like, mystery. And then I was telling you about, like, the monsters that come up. Um, and it's really just, like, investigative, kind of like a Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. Um, and I know you like like Sherlock Holmesy type things, so definitely know Nancy Drew would be right up your alley. So you definitely have to put that on the top of your watch list. So if I'm watching one episode of Abbott, you have to watch, to watch one episode of Nancy Drew. Okay. I will add that to the I'm gonna write that down because y'all know I'm forgetful. So it is Yeah. On the notes, Nancy Drew yeah. for next week. Yeah. Do not forget Abbott Elementary, though. <laughs> I won't. I won't. If you text me, I won't forget. <laughs> okay. Um, it comes out on Wednesday, so, like, 
I'll text you on Wednesday. Be like, hey, the new episode's out. Watch the first. Why don't you just watch it with your mom? You said she likes it. I know. I need to just watch it with her. We'll see. We'll see. I'm definitely going to watch it. I need to just watch it with her. I'll watch it with her then. And <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you, know. you don't have to watch every single episode. I mean, obviously, it makes more sense. So you can know the characters better. But mm-hmm. I think you'll like it. Like, it's just it's just a quirky little, you know, school drama. Yeah. Not drama. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. She said, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm definitely going to check it out. Good, um, good. But we should definitely segue on into this movie that <laughs> you had us yes. watch. Okay. First, I'm going to preface this, everybody. Mm-hmm. So this, again, like I said, it's first week of Black History Month. Um, I was really adamant about picking a movie with black characters or a black director or just I wanted to see black faces and I want to I wanted to uplift that like that was something I was really really trying to do um and so in my research because I researched this week trying to find a good movie for us Mm -hmm. um number one it's hard to find a movie that neither of us have seen because we've seen a lot of things and two I was trying to because at first I was going to try to find like you know a com like a rom-com type of vibe because I'm like it's Black History Month, it's Valentine's Day, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna leave that to Naomi. That's her bag. That's not my bag. So I'm gonna leave her <laughs> probably for that for next week. Um, but for me, I was like, okay, let me try and find a thriller, an action movie, something like that. But everything that I was researching, it was just filled with so much trauma. I mm. mean, obviously in the movie that we're gonna talk about, it did have its own level of trauma too. But in the movies I was looking up, it was like, you know, like Twelve Years a Slave or The Help oh, or just it was, it was just always like we were in something subservient and then we became great or we were in a gang or there's drug violence and it was just like so much. I'm like, I just wanted to watch a movie about whatever that just so happened to have black people in it. I didn't necessarily need this Americanized black trauma shoved in my face under the guise of media and entertainment. Because some like yes, when you leave those films, like you are uplifted, I guess in a way. Mm-hmm. But no, like sometimes you just want to watch a movie and then see yourself on the screen. Yeah, um, and it's I, somewhat I did, relatable, right? And so I yeah. did do a lot of a lot of research, and then with the movie we picked, we I picked his house, which is on Netflix. Um, I'll let Nay do the the summary, but um, essentially it's about two african refugees who come to london and they have to stay in this house and then just all hell breaks loose um yeah that's not really representative of me but again i just saw like black people and it's just a a black people horror movie so i was like yeah like i'm down like let's watch it yeah Um, and although they weren't african-american i mean they're of African descent and there are a lot right. of relatable characteristics that, you yeah. know, made the characters relatable. So I definitely feel like it was, it was a great choice. Um, it was, hard it was to a pick, little, though. yeah, it was definitely on the scarier side for my yes, taste. It was. There are a couple moments where like the first, the first parts of the movie, I probably only watched like Jeez. half of okay. it. Because my both face was were, covered the other half. Right. Like, both of us were watching it through our fingers just because, like, we're scary. Um, which, I'm scary and I like it. She's scary and she does not. 
So, yeah. and I knew that going into it, like I watched the trailer. Like if y'all watched the trailer, it definitely gives off like, okay, this is gonna be some like scary stuff. But yeah. it's rated TV fourteen, so I was like, how scary can it really be? And Girl. you know. Some dark lighting and popping out of nowhere goes a long way. And some dead people and some mass. Yeah, they go you know, it was, it was a lot going. And just on. and just to say, so like when it comes to scary stuff, like I'm more so like a thriller. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I can do with like people killing people, like murders or like zombies yeah, or yeah, like yeah, apocalypse. Sure. That's like the scary up my alley. When spirits and stuff, people start raising up from the dead. I'm like, oh no get me out um but heading on into the summary um kelsey pretty much hit the nail on the head it's about the this couple the refugee uh, the refugees and they go to london and they get put in this house i guess that was their placement in this specific home mm-hmm. um but something happened or they did something um that happened on their journey and so you feel like when they're in the house, you kind of feel like something's not right. You start to hear some things, mm-hmm. you know. Instantly, not even like slow build. Like yeah, no. First like day, first we night. hear noises. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's always at nighttime. Um, mm-hmm. It's always at nighttime. And, you know, he's doing these different rental projects around the house because they put them in some broken down, shabby house that had holes in yes. the walls. A paint was coming down. The wallpaper was coming down. I, because I, I go to IMDb after every movie we watch, or I watch in general, and so I was looking up some facts on that. One of the reasons why the director put them in that type of home is because he was doing research, and he was saying that when um, refugees are like really sold on the idea of like coming to England, because that's where royalty is, that's where Jane Austen and just like all these like famous like British people live, but then they put them in these gray concrete homes that are nothing mm. like what's advertised, and it's just just really crappy. And so he wanted to show like I don't want to say the American dream, but like the European dream that they mm-hmm. thought they were getting. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, this is the reality of a lot of like refugee people. So, mm. yeah, it was. It was really bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, some stuff starts to go bump in the night. And the husband's like kind of in denial. Like if something's going bump in my house, I'm like, we need to figure it out. We need to get out. Mm-hmm. Things are going mm-hmm. bump and he's like ignoring it. He's pushing it down. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But the wife, the wife, she's the wife she, she, she's got that. She's got that third sixth sense, whatever but they call see- it. I feel like, again, this is a common thriller slash scary movie trope where something's haunting the house and the men are like, no, it's not. It's fine. Go to sleep. Like, whatever. The men never, like, they just think the woman is crazy, even if they see it, even if they feel it. They're like, no, it's fine. I'm like, is this a commentary on just, I don't know, like, men's masculinity like they have to feel like they're strong and provided they're not scared of anything I'm like it's okay if you're scared of things because if something was talking to me like literally there was a scene where the I don't I think it was the woman the woman's sitting down and you just hear someone say come on and I'm like Oop. and she by herself her husband done left the house and you just hear mm-hmm. someone say come on and then like a little toy peach. or some food a peach done mm-hmm. roll across the thing and then she go to grab it and he say come on again the peach just Come through the wall. I said, "Oh no, yeah, I would, 
I'd have been gone. My husband would have waited on me. I'd have been outside. No. The bag alone, the bag falling on the floor alone would have had me shook, let alone Girl. the peach rolling across the house. This wasn't just you drop some and it rolls and hit Mm-mm. the wall. Like, this peach traveled, like, two rooms length yes. to get yeah. <laughs> to get to this get- woman and then roll up on in the wall. <laughs> It was a to lot. feed whatever it was trying to feed. And I was just like, oh, Not no. Not a fan. Um, but, yeah. So, some stuff starts to go bump in the night. He's suppressing his, you know, what he's mm-hmm. actually seeing and experiencing. And the wife's like, something's going on. And then she mm-hmm. ends up confronting him and is like, hey, you know, I know you hear it too, you know. Um, and then he's denying it. And she's like. Still in denial. Yeah, and so she tells it. She she tells him this story of a witch, and how um the witch somebody some wrong was done like the yeah and the something witch was stolen you. from the witch and the witch mm-hmm. follows you wherever you go and she was essentially saying like you did some you did something wrong we did something wrong and this witch has followed us here mm-hmm. and so he's like no this is not happening you know and she's like you're a liar <laughs> girl when she said that me and they was like who a liar what he do girl i know i know turns out what well, both of them somewhat kind of basically did so <laughs> yeah i don't understand why the okay go ahead you explain it first before i just yeah so so she confronts him he's suppressing it um the movie goes on things keep happening to the husband and the wife's like she's she's acknowledging all these things and she's accepted it so she's pretty much you know having conversations with the people that are popping up in the house the dead bodies the spirits and stuff like that she's sitting at the table talking to the spirit Mm y'all she's i mean yeah well she knows what's going on she's trying to figure out what they need to do and so (laughs) but wait also with that i just Mm want to say like i told nay this when we were watching the movie the scenes where she's talking to the ghost or like some weird is happening with her scenes they weren't scary which this probably will feed into my definition or my rating for the cinematography because it's like her scenes weren't scary so we weren't as scared because the main character had this strength about her but every scene old boy was in. So, yeah. He was scared. Yeah. So we was, I was, was like, that man was, I was sweating. <laughs> he was sweating. I was sweating. My <laughs> eyes was closed. Yeah, I was he, like, was, he oh, was mad man. scary. So like that made us just be scared too. Because I'm like, I don't know what you're seeing, but I'm scared. So that, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially stuff keeps happening and the wife is like you know we need to right our wrong in order for this to go away and what is the witch called is it apathe did you write the name down a path a-p-e-t-h a path and so the witch is called a path and so a path a path my bad yeah yeah, a path um and so they're like, we need to give this witch back whatever he wants. And essentially, he wants the husband's life um, mm-hmm. in order for things to go back to normal. And so the path is telling her, you give me your husband's life, I'll give you back the daughter. 
we didn't even mention the daughter. And we're just like, what daughter? Like, they must have had a right. daughter. And it's hinted that there was, like, a daughter with them because this child keeps popping up in the house. And we're just like, mm-hmm. okay, like, they got a daughter. All right, cool. Um, to get their daughter back, that somebody's somebody's got to die and has to be the husband. Right. Um, and so then the wife has a dream. And it kind of recaps their journey. And what essentially happened was while they were escaping, um, they were they were getting on a bus and they mm-hmm. weren't accepting any more people on the bus. And the mm-hmm. husband saw this child next to him that kept saying, Mama, Mama. Um, and he grabs the child and says, I have a, basically he's like, I got a child. I, we should get on this bus. Mm-hmm. So they end up getting on this bus with somebody else's child. And then the the child's mom is like, that's my child. And the, the daughter's screaming, she's screaming. So anyway, they continue on their journey. The daughter, I guess, has just accepted her fate. And then they're going across the ocean, some ocean, some sea. They're going across some body of water. The mm-hmm. boat breaks down. Everybody's in the water. The daughter ends up dying or drowning. They didn't really yeah. show too much of that, but it's implied that she drowned in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both of them made it to London. The husband and the wife made it to London. And so basically it's like they kind of, they did some wrongs and they got to right them. Um, But then the movie closes out. This is a long summary, y'all. I'm sorry. Right? (laughs) We kind of went into details. Obviously the long-winded one. She went went into into details. details. Okay. Well, okay. Anyway, we almost there. So, (laughs) (laughs) so basically the movie ends the husband's like all right he's accepted it he's like i'm what the what the apath wants and he goes to sacrifice himself the wife leaves she's like no she's like i'm not leaving my husband she goes back she kills the apath now they're living with all these you know ghosts ghosts the apath is dead but now they're living out with all these ghosts in their house but they've accepted them because they've accepted what they've done and now you know they can live in somewhat peace and you know yeah yeah the ending was a little ambiguous but it was supposed to be a quote-unquote happy ending because the the main character he makes a comment to i guess their caseworker Mm -hmm. um something about how because he has to live with his ghost now like he i guess is like you said like living with the decisions that he's made and so then it kind of pans to see we see the daughter quote unquote that died we see all the people in the village that died after they were leaving we see all the people Mm -hmm. on the boat that died like we just see all these just black and brown faces just there it but now they're alive and not looking well yeah they don't look dead dead, like they were for the first Two hours of bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was something. Yeah, y'all. It was, it was something. But I'm gonna thank you for that um, summary. And I just, I would like to make a note to everyone that she can never say that I am long winded because that <laughs> was a long winded summary. Well, ma'am. okay. So I had to. Well, I was. Tr- I try to be short-winded, but then we started going into details, and I feel like once you start going into details, yeah. you gotta, like, continue with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It was, this wasn't it was really summer. one of those summary-type movies, but anyway, <laughs> we're about to get into the four C's. Kelsey, you want to tell them what the four C's are and how we do yes. our rating around here? Our four C's, we're gonna rate on characters, 
chain of event, creativity, and cinematography. We're going to give it up one out of five stars. And then the end, we're going to do a round, not a roundup. <laughs> um, roundup. A round. Now we're going to do just like um, an overall summary or an overall rating of what we thought the film would be and if y'all should watch it. So, Nay, I'm going to ask you first, what did yes. you feel about these characters, sis? There's only like three of them. Yeah, there's not very many characters. Um, mm-hmm. As far as character development, I don't necessarily feel like they did the best job of developing the characters. Um, yeah. I mean, you know that they were on a journey. You have an idea of who they are, but I don't even know their names. And so <laughs> I legit, I had to write that down because like to Naomi's point, we don't hear their names until about mm, maybe 45 to an hour into the movie. Yeah. And that's when they start calling each other by their names. Like you have no idea who is who. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, at the end, the only reason I gave them the score that I gave them was because you got a little bit more in depth about their story at the end. So you kind of saw where they came from, um, the community that they were in, what happened to them, and then like how they got to where they are now. Um, So I gave it a two. Okay. Otherwise it would have been a one. You know, I I also gave it a two. Yeah. Because, like you said, number one, I wrote down his name because I got it first. I did not know her name until legit the latter half of the film um and there i sort of saw his journey a little bit more but like you said i just and i guess a big thing to me like i say this every week like i i want to care about the characters i'm just like i, I want to know what's going to happen to you and both of these people i'm like i'm not really rooting for you like i'm not rooting against you I'm not really yeah. rooting for you. Like you're not that invested into the Yeah, character. like I'm not. Yeah. Because like you said, like when it started, I was like, okay, like they're gonna get the house, whatever. And for any people who have seen them on Amazon, did you see the preview for that name? Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe so. I don't the black the family line. who moved into yeah. like a white neighborhood in like California in ah, the 60s. Yes. Yes. So this this was reminiscent of that kind of, Mm -hmm. but I think that's essentially them just moving into like a white neighborhood that they don't feel welcome in. That's probably where the similarities end. But that's the vibe at first I was getting. I was like, okay, but in that show, you really cared about the characters, obviously, because it was a show, so they had more of an arc. With this, I just, I didn't really care about them, so I gave them two because, yeah, they came to grips with what they did at the end, but I'm like, I I just don't. I just don't really care about y'all that much. So, yeah. It's a two on that. I think also yeah. we are some of the hardest graders rating system. Like, even though we watch things just for the fun and jovial nature of it, when we like start writing down details, we're like, no, this is horrible. Two stars. <laughs> One star. Like, we are some really tough graders. <laughs> no, we, we, def- we definitely are on the, on the tougher side. But I also feel like we've seen a lot of great movies and yeah. like, those have like come and gone you know so for sure <laughs> now we're, we're actually, trying to dig deep into the streaming world to figure out what to watch and but we are actually going to do a throwback month i dub march oh, yeah. our throwback month so yeah. we're going to watch things we've already seen but we actually want to talk to y'all about it because we thought they were pretty great and yeah. we think they are worthy of 
a playback and a discussion. So yeah. be on the lookout for the throwback month next month. Coming to a podcast near you. All right. Um, so we did character development. Let's mm-hmm. do chain of events. Okay. That was kind of all over the place for me. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I was I was I was here nor there. I was like, where where are we? Where are we coming? And I even had to ask Kelsey. I was like, where where She's are like, where, they? Where are they? What's <laughs> what? happened? Are what? they married? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't. I was lost. Um. So I was little... because she watched the first half behind her hand, but you know, whatever. I know that that could be part of it too. And I was somewhat multitasking, so mm-hmm. I wasn't fully invested in the beginning. But chain of events wasn't—they were there, so you could like stay with the movie. But they probably could have it could probably could have had a slightly better flow because there are some things like when he was leaving the house, like we never understood, like why was he leaving the house at random times. It wasn't yes, like okay. he was going grocery shopping. His wife did that grocery shopping. He wasn't bringing back no food. Because, like- okay, when they when they went to the house, there's something probably we should, well, we should have said at the beginning. They, were, they had three rules. The first rule is that they would be given 74 pounds a week, which equals out to about $100 a week. Um, they have to make all their meetings when their caseworker came, and they weren't allowed to move, and they weren't allowed to get a job or in any way supplement their income. But they didn't know how long they were going to be at this house. And so in my mind, I'm like, what do you expect people to do at a home in a country they're unfamiliar with, um, with people who don't really want them there, obviously? And it's like, they can't work. So you just want them to be in this house all day. But this house is decrepit and it's falling apart and low-key making them lose their minds like we're going to talk about. And so to me, it's just like you really – those rules just were setting them up for failure And I'm like, I wonder if these rules are kind of what people go through. Because I'm like, honestly, truly, what what did y'all expect them to do all day? Like, yes, the husband is out gallivanting, doing God knows what, and she's stuck at the house. And it's like, but you can't really make it your own. Because on $100 a week, it's like, yes, you you need to buy stuff to eat. And after you buy stuff to eat, if they didn't have any clothes, like, are you buying clothes? Like, are you going to buy stuff to renovate? Like, this isn't your home. This is just your in-between. So it's just... And if you notice, the only tool homeboy had was a hammer. I didn't see him have no more, any other tools for renovating except that hammer. (laughs) Yeah. So it was, that's me. I I, I feel like that was just a weird social commentary. And like, you were setting these people up to fail. And then they kept saying like, you need to be one of the good ones. I'm just like... And he and he kept saying that too, which he was kind of sad. He the white kind of caseworker kept saying that. Yeah, he was kind of feeding into like the stereotype that they had given them, and he was just like, mm-hmm. "I'm I'm one of the good ones," and I'm just like, "Yeah, the good what?" Like <laughs> the the wife even makes a comment to her husband that you were literally begging these white people for scraps to blend in. Or no way, she said. She I'm said sorry. unseasoned scraps. She did. Yes. Correct me, Nay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's like you were begging so much to be accepted because at one point you see him shopping to get a shirt that looks like the guy in the poster and the pants look like the guy in the poster. But also if you look at the background, as soon as he walks in this store, he's automatically racially profiled because 
the white cop is following him. So it's kind of like, even if you do buy the clothes, even if you do get the job and the haircut and whatever, it's like when you, when they first look at you, they know you're different. So they're going to treat you differently. And his wife saw that she like picked up on that and realized it. And he just was in La La Land and just really wanted to be accepted by these other people. And I think I took this deeper than it needed to be, but still that's, that's okay. That was just a lot of like, I, cause I wrote those rules down and I just kept thinking, I'm like, how is anyone supposed to survive all this? Like, what if they're there for a month? You're telling me for 30 days you want these people just to sit in the house. And then when yeah. they get out, you're going to call them lazy because they couldn't find a job or couldn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm going to step off my high horse, but, or my pedestal, whatever. But yeah, that just, it just irked me a little bit. Yeah. And this was not a slave movie. So just no. imagine. <laughs> just imagine. Girl, this is, I don't watch slave movies. I don't. I don't either, friend. I don't either. I have way too much to say. Yeah. No, I, 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 I see. Um, <laughs> Sorry, y'all. No, you're completely fine. Um, Chain Events, I gave it a two. What, yeah, what do you so give it a? I. I gave it so, two. Okay. Just because, like, you know, we was getting there. It wasn't because also, full disclosure, I started this movie when it first came out in 2020, but it was so boring. And I, could, I got through 10 minutes and I was like, I can't do it. So to stick it out this time, I was I didn't put me to sleep like some other movies we've seen. But the ending, I wasn't just like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. This, yeah. All right. But the pace was she said, pretty, right. pretty yeah, decent. The pace, it wasn't the slow. The pace wasn't bad, no. And it, mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it wasn't slow. Not with those creatures coming out and stuff going bump, Girl. so... Creatures was coming out of every, and they was Left always dead. Like, life. but well, that I guess we'll go into cinematography because I'm just gonna segue into that. But yeah. I think the darkness of these black bodies, like popping out of nowhere and literally crawling through the walls, it really like he played on that, and I just think that was that was really beautifully done because yeah. he used like predominantly like dark skinned people. And I guess, I guess maybe he was making, like, dark skin people to be evil. But no, because once you saw in the end, like, they weren't evil. They were just no. wanting him to come to light on the things he's done. Yeah. But I, I like that because I know sometimes, like, when things are pitch black, like, in my room or, like, somewhere, and I'm like, you know, I'm crazy. Like, you'd be like, did I see something? But it's just, like, your clothes or whatever. Yeah. And so he played on that. He's like, what's that in the corner? Oh, it's a chair, but then when the lights like when the lights are off, it's a person there. When the lights come on, like it's nothing but a chair. And so mm-hmm. I I like that horror aspect of it. I thought that was really cool. Um, and I think that this director played with light a lot because even in the scene that me and they were talking about with um, the husband and wife talking to each other about the peth, the the witch, and the every time it shows the woman speaking she's bathed in light like even if it's candlelight and it's like a dull light she's still bathed in light and even with her scary scenes like it's in the daytime hardly any of her scary scenes are at night because homegirl is asleep she is at peace okay yes um but then as she's telling him about it and it flashes to him like as they're having the conversation half of his face is covered in like the darkness like the shadow to Uh show that like he has more guilt in him and about what's going on and like the evil like wants to take over him completely and so i was like oh this is really cool how they they keep doing that and all of his scenes were at night 
And even when he did turn on the lights or fix the lights or whatever, trying to like, okay, I'm going to go deep with y'all just real, it's not that deep, but whatever. Um, when they first get to the house, none of the light fixtures work. The lights don't work. They're using candles, their cell phones, like anything to just emulate light. And he's getting scared, obviously, because people popping out through the window, the cracks, everything. Like, people's everywhere up in his house. Um, and so then he was like, forget this. Like, I'm going to just rig everything together. So he started, like, fixing all his lights. And he's so proud of himself. He's turning all the lights, getting everything. And to me, I'm like, that's him fixing this artificial light. You know, like, he can't find the true light and just truth within himself like his wife has which is why she just naturally, she's like, I'm not scared of this stuff. Like, I've seen things. I'm not scared of this. Whereas with him, he has to fake it. So he has to use all these artificial lights. And even when he has his artificial lights, like when the 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 undead people or his conscience tries to come at him and, like, kill him, they're the ones controlling the light at that point, not him. And it's just, it's really interesting to see how he tried so hard to assimilate and not only with like European standards and culture, but in his own home, he tried to deny his wife of everything. He didn't want her eating with her hands. He's like, why are we eating on the floor? Like, let's eat at a table now. Like we are civilized type stuff. And <laughs> he was trying just so hard to be something he's not and ignoring everything that he's come from to in the end, the evil still wanted him because they're just like, you're still not being truthful. Even if you do change your clothes, even if you do, fix up this house like I know your heart I know you and I appreciated that part of the same like that part of the storytelling was super cool to me yeah they did play a lot with light and with shadows which made it which made it really cool it really brought a lot to the scene so you can definitely see that um what'd you give it friend all that talking I just did and I still gave it a three I did I probably I probably could have pushed it up to like a three point five because every time like, are we I doing write... are we doing half scores now? <laughs> We're doing half scores because every and time we I don't talk have the you... arithmetic skills for that. So girl, we need to you know, in the end, numbers. I make up my I make True. up my own thing anyway. True, but every time like I talk to you about like I write my num- my rating down, then I talk to you about it, and then I realize all these other cool things that didn't hit me until like I'm saying it, and I'm just like, okay, y'all was y'all was really doing a vision here, and because bring it back to scream just really quick they kept making kept making a comment about how certain films are like elevated horror and then like scream is just like a fun horror that everybody loves type of thing and so i feel like a lot of movies now this one included always wants to have like an elevated element to it so it's not just some run-of-the-mill horror like they want to win awards they want it to be you know ethereal and just all these different i don't think i said that word right there's going to be all these different things Mm -hmm. and while i appreciate it sometimes i just want a good old horror film where there's a bad guy there's spirits they they kill some people we get one person who lives but yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i mean yeah but still just sometimes i just i just want that and a lot of films now feel like they have to have this underlying thing going on to make themselves relevant to make themselves worthy of being talked about yeah so, i just did I a lot that. of talking <laughs> no it it was it was it was great it was great um first so i gave it a three two okay. um yeah i just hmm, 
like it was i appreciated i appreciated like a lot of what you said was like a lot of what i was feeling too you just it was a lot more in depth <laughs> my, <laughs> my reasons were a lot more superficial <laughs> um but definitely like playing with the light and stuff like that and just yeah the way that he would capture their expressions um was that really wife cool. was funny oh my gosh her facial expressions had me rolling Dying. and I was just yeah. like but it was so relatable because it was like I would be looking like that too mm-hmm. talking about come on <laughs> come here yeah that just scene like, was oh just weird super weird yeah um okay so last but not least creativity creativity so I go ahead no no go ahead because we we've been the same for everything like we are literally the same person um yeah um, I gave it a three. Oh. Um, yeah, I get, I gave it a three. I was like, I don't, it's a different kind of movie. I mean, you have hmm. some refugee movies, but mm-hmm. they're more so, they're, they're not horror. I mean, they're definitely like traumatizing. Or drama. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like, traumatizing. In the, in the story itself, like any refugee story is, is going to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, but this one kind of flipping into a horror film um it, it's different i haven't I, I can't say that i've seen a refugee horror movie um so i thought i thought that was a creative storyline i was like hmm that's interesting and then like the whole story about the a path and how that follows you and i was just like oh, okay like i wonder if that really tied into some type of um like cultural reference or like story that they believe um mm-hmm. in that culture you know so I felt like it was. I felt like it was pretty creative. Um, hmm. I gave it a. I gave it a three. Gave it a okay. three. I. And it did okay. have a plot twist. It did have a plot twist. What was the plot I, twist? The girl. The oh, plot the twist was the daughter. Because I was like, oh, it's their daughter, and then I found out mm-hmm. no, it was. Um, there was. Ti- Another Titanic in that thing. <laughs> with that guy with that guy talking about I have a child let me get on the boat <laughs> yeah that was mm. see normally I write down plot twist next circle I did not write that down as a plot twist because well, it's like, this wasn't like a this wasn't the typical plot twist that like yeah no <laughs> because it's, it's literally like as you're watching it, you know they did something that they didn't, like, they weren't supposed yeah. to do. So me and Naomi, like, as we're watching, we're just like, is, because at first, I thought the wife wasn't real, like, she wasn't really yeah. there. Um, I, we thought like, the, maybe, I thought the dad sacrificed the daughter, yeah, their daughter. which I guess I in a way, like, if we were He kind of did. He did. He sacrificed the daughter for... Wasn't their daughter, but... Well, he sacrificed someone's daughter yeah. just for survival. And yeah. this movie definitely, like, talk you know it really shows you like what people will do to survive yeah. it's kind of like people are um I'm trying to think of the word survival of the fittest yes but disposable it just really mm-hmm. was saying like people in general are disposable because like the the main couple they're disposable to the caseworker because he because at one point um the main character bowl he um he goes to the caseworker trying to get out the house and and then the caseworker is like, well, like, I can do this. But then they're going to say, you know, why are you biting the hand that feeds you? Like, he literally mm-hmm. said that. And so it's just, I don't know. It's just it's showing how each level of person, no matter where you're at, you will do whatever you need to do. And you will, 
I guess, make anyone expendable who needs to be to survive and to make it, which again, it yeah. just is a long winded way of saying survival of the fit. I'm just, Nay had her long winded moment. I've had four. So <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey was a lot more passionate about this movie than I was. The scariness mm. had me thrown. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. but was, yeah. yeah. What's what's your so oh. my final score came out to a two and a half, but I'm gonna round it up to a three because okay. it was a solid film, um, especially compared to where we've come from in the films that we've watched thus far. <laughs> I'm giving it yeah. a three. It's you it's know, a solid movie. I would definitely, I might recommend it. You know, it wouldn't be my first choice, but if somebody was looking for like. People don't ask me for scary movie recommendations, but if, but if they, they did, do, you have one, sis. There you go. I do. I'd be like, you need to watch his house. <laughs> yeah, I think overall, I would probably give it a three, um, just because, like as Nay said, like I think this had more commentary than I originally thought, and so also just like the nerd part of me, if I was gonna write like a, a paper about, you know, racial inequalities in horror films or something like that, this would definitely be a pick to watch and dissect and truly, like you were talking about how the, the what's it, the get pets might be, you know, a, a story in that village that's really important or just in how he incorporated all of that. There, there's yeah. a lot of research that could go into truly explaining this movie. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. I I don't know if I'd recommend it though. Like, is it was like, eh? But it was interesting to say the least. I, I'll give it. Yeah, that. yeah, most definitely. Like, it, there's definitely some movies I'd recommend before this one. But you mm-hmm. know, somebody has like somebody like us who's seen a lot of the movies on streaming, <laughs> and they're looking for something like a wild card. I'd be like, hmm, you know, try this out. Just yeah, just give it a go. Yeah. Let, let me know your <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> right, for sure, for sure. It was good, but um, yeah, that's his house for you guys. Um, if you've seen it, let us know your thoughts on it. But you know, as I said, I think it's I think it's a, it's a solid pick, Kels. This was this was a good pick. I mean, I didn't appreciate the scariness level of it, but the storyline overall, it was it was a straight storyline. So okay. kudos, friend. Kudos. I will I will try to pick something a little less scary. Um, just a tad but still i'm I'm gonna try and pick all all my picks are gonna be black films for this month at the very least yes, i want to promote i want to promote our stuff yes i love to see it i love to see it um but yeah as always you know send us your recommendations for picks let us know what you thought about the movie and don't mm-hmm. forget to follow us on twitter kelsey what's that twitter handle spoiler alerts with a z yes follow us you know get our get our follows up you know we follow back yes, <laughs> and watch the movies are, with us yeah we are team follow back team follow back <laughs> exactly. but yes um but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see y'all next week bye, bye.